Hey there, let's face it. Today's internet world is so saturated and everyone is fighting for that number one spot to be visible. It is no longer about running ads and having thousands of people on your email list. It is about building relationships and networking with others to grow your business and become visible. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm a podcast launch strategist and I help service-based business owners develop and deliver their message to the world by using platforms like podcasting and bringing valuable content to those who need to hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast i have destiny on the podcast today hi destiny how are you doing today hi candace thank you so much for having me i'm super excited to be here with you today yeah we're excited to have you on so can you tell everyone who you are and what you do Yes, absolutely. So officially, my name is Dr. Destiny Kopp. I'm a former college marketing professor turned online entrepreneur. And today I help business owners scale their digital product revenue. And this allows them to decrease their reliance on any type of freelance or service work that they may doing. And when I'm talking about digital product revenue, I'm talking about a product that you can deliver digitally over the internet, like an online course, like a membership. So something that a lot of people refer to as passive income type products. Now they're not completely passive and we can get into that here in the podcast, but it's not something that you're having to trade time for dollars for. I love it. This is my favorite subject. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can talk all day about it. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, I can and I love to listen and learn. So, yeah, I will be like the best student for you. Seriously. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about the inspiration behind you starting your business. What was that like for you? Yeah, so I'll take you back a few years. So I used to work in corporate marketing and really, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate to this, really got burned out. I was working a ton, a ton of hours. I was a director in a a Fortune 50 company. I had, you know, we had a revenue budget of $800 million. um, And it just, I was working a ton. And at that point in time, I had, you know, very young kids and I wanted to do something different. And that's when teaching online at the university level was just starting. So online courses, university students were starting to take courses online, and it was becoming a big thing. This was back in 2005. So this was very, very early when online courses really started to become okay, right? People were like, yeah, this I can actually learn online. So I found a job where I was working out of my house. I could be home with my kids if they needed me, right? I could run to the store or run and pick them up from school, but I was teaching online. And that was my first exposure to online courses. And I started with this university as an adjunct faculty member, did a lot of different jobs there, program director, assistant dean, eventually made it to an associate vice chancellor of academic affairs. So did that for many, many years, but I'd always wanted to start my own 
business. So it was definitely an itch <laughs> that was, I was, you know, needing to kind of go out and um, do this. So that's when I started thinking about, you know, I'm going to transition from my role as a university marketing professor and administrator into online entrepreneurship. And I did that back in 2018. And that was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. So if anybody here is thinking about moving from their nine to five, um, and that was a nine to five job for me, moving from their nine to five job into online entrepreneurship, you know, if it's something that you really, really are passionate about and want to do is, you know, today's the day to kind of sit down and put together your plan to get there. And we can go into more details on that too, Candice. Yes, we are definitely going to go into details on it. <laughs> I love the online space and uh, online learning. Um, I actually got a taste of it when I, um, I was first going to community college and I was like really sickly and everything. So I, I'm like, I can't keep going to the classes. I can't keep going on campus. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. And then I um, discovered the University of Phoenix and I went ahead and did classes with them um, to finish up my associate's degree um, all online. And that was like the best thing and the best decision that I could have made, like to actually get my degree. I wouldn't agree with how they priced it um, because you still have to get like loans and everything. I didn't like that part of it, but I like the fact that I could actually learn online and be in my pajamas. And if I'm sick, I can still do my work. So I am a huge, huge component of online education. I love it so much. And that's funny that you say that because I actually got first exposed to teach, you know, to online courses when I was a graduate student, still at my corporate job before I even started teaching online. And the university that I was going to then, um, they wouldn't allow you to take all your courses online, but then you could, you could take some in class and some online. And I took an online class and I'm like, I told them, I said, I never want to go back to the class. I said, I want to finish my degree (laughs) online. It was perfect for me because I was working, you know, like I mentioned, I was working a ton of hours and it was very difficult for me to come home and then go back out to the university at night and take my classes. Like I said, I had young, young kids at home. So when I was exposed to that, it was, it was like a light bulb went off. I'm like, everybody in the world should be doing this. (laughs) I agree. Totally. I 100%. I love it so much. So can you remember a time in your business or starting out where you had a hello moment? So in my, and I'll, I'll kind of fast forward. So we're in my business, if you would. And you know, even though one of the things I want to point out here, even though I was a college marketing professor, I'd been in corporate marketing for many years. Like I said, I was managing an $800 million revenue budget. Um, so I had a ton of experience in marketing. But what I didn't realize when I moved into entrepreneurship, there was a lot of things that I didn't know that that I hadn't been exposed to. And it was very different doing this by myself. And, you know, at that point in time as a solopreneur, right? I didn't have this, you know, huge marketing budget that I used to have in corporate America. I didn't have a ton of team members that I had access to. I didn't have this outside agency that I could rely on for a lot of my marketing collateral and stuff. So my aha moment was, 
I really got to roll up my sleeves, right? And learn this stuff. And that's when I started taking online courses to really get into the nitty gritty of how do you set up an online business and what, you know, what exactly do you need to do? Now, I know the basis of marketing, right? I know how all of this stuff works, but even somebody like me, I had to sit down and educate myself and figure out, you know, what is the best way to do this? Yes, I agree with you because the messaging online is completely different than the messaging like face-to-face or out in the, um, like, you know, out in the public or um, it's like a completely different world. And it's not rules, I would say, um, but it's definitely, you have to like really study it and see what other people is doing to kind of like figure it out. So yeah, I agree with you. This this is a whole nother ball game. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you 100%. So let's talk about how to ditch your nine to five and start teaching online. This is like, I'm like so ready for this topic. So <laughs> let's dive in. <laughs> yeah. So the one thing that I always recommend to folks, if you are interested in moving from a nine to five, And, you know, kind of being your own boss, being the, you know, an entrepreneur, it's, I highly recommend putting together a transition plan in place because what happens is when you first start your business, you're not going to have, right. Let's just say you were making, you know, $50,000 in your nine to five, you're not going to automatically have that revenue coming in. So you need to have, you know, a, a, a plan in place of how you're going to build up your revenue so that you're making as much or more than what you were making in the nine to five. And generally what I recommend is for people to start with services. And what I mean by that, let's just say, um, and you can, let's just say you work in HR, Okay. And you, you know, you have, you have a ton of experience in helping people maybe with their resumes or reviewing resumes, or just, just in general, you have a ton of experience with job hunting, if you would. Um, And so that's, you know, that's what you've decided to do in your online entrepreneurship job. What you may want to do is start up while you're in your nine to five and start coaching people coaching them with the resumes, coaching them with finding a job, you know, and you can, as you start working with folks, you're going to be able to narrow down your niche. You're going to be able to understand exactly where they need your help. And that will help, you know, that will help guide you on how you're going to set up your business. But that one-on-one and working with those customers intimately allows you to really to get your, get to know your ideal customer inside and out, because in order for you to create a product for them, like an online course or a membership or something like that, you have got to know your your ideal customer so intimately and know exactly what they need from you. And having that hands-on experience is one of the best ways to make that transition. 
sorry for the long pause, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm like trying to write real fast. Like, oh, this is good. This is good. That's an interesting point. I liked how you said start with services first, because a lot of us want to um, like jump and start doing the online courses. Yeah, we do the validation calls and everything, but um, yeah, I like the idea of um, doing the one-on-one for a while. Now, how long would you say, uh, okay, so for someone like me starting out um, trying to um, gain, you know, clients and everything um, and want to work more one-on-one, how long would you suggest that I do it before I start transitioning into selling a digital product? It really just depends. I don't, I don't want to say it needs to be six months. It needs to be a year. It really just depends on how long it takes you to get to know that customer intimately. And going back to the, the services, I, I will say that this is a mistake that I made in my business. I started almost immediately trying to, you know, create an online course, an online program, um, went down the whole beta route. And I would say that I actually did understand my customer fairly well, but I didn't really get to know them and what they needed until I started doing services. So, I, you know, six months, three months, six months, a year, it really just depends on you and um, how well you feel like you can you know, get to understand your ideal clients. And going back to your point about the the calls and having those calls with your customers. I think those are so very important, but there is absolutely nothing out there that beats doing service work and working, you know, on a daily basis with your clients. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm having a hello moment right now. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Oh, that's a really, really good idea. Thank you for that. I'm definitely going to work towards, uh, work towards starting to do that because right now I am, um, I started creating a podcast course and, uh, it's so funny. We're talking about this because I have my podcast. I knew the process. I did my validation calls and everything. And I created this lead magnet to, um, help people kind of like, you know, jumpstart their podcast. So I gave them a list of resources of everything that they needed And, um, that actually worked well, but what I didn't realize is that I was giving them too much information. Mm -hmm. So when I go to mention like my course and my workshop on, you know, I'm going to have a challenge or a workshop or whatever, nobody was biting like I'm on my email list and I have like maybe a hundred people on my email list, but no one was biting. I'm like, what is going on? Like, why aren't they doing anything? Why aren't they like responding or saying anything? So I had to flip it. I said, okay, Uh, I noticed uh, for for a small group of people, I only did like 45 people that was tagged um, with a certain tag. And I said, "Um, I noticed that you downloaded the the guide. How is that going? Did you start your podcast? I started asking questions like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And come to find out that the guide actually helped them start their podcast. What they were tripped up on is building the momentum for their podcast. They got Mm -hmm. started. They had some episodes and everything. But my hello moment was when they said, I don't know how to keep this going. And I was like, oh, I can show you that. So that was when I created a a little small workshop for it. And 
I was like, this is what people need. They know how they, all the resources are there online for them to start a podcast, but to actually keep it going, I said, that's where they're getting stuck at. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, that that's, that's my, that's my cue right there. So interesting. I, I love that. And, uh-huh. you know, I, I would work with some folks to um, help get them through that process. And then I'm wondering, you know, one of the questions I would ask them, are you interested in monetizing it? Maybe that's the next step too. Um, But I love what you're doing there and the research that you went out to do to really figure out what your ideal customer is looking for. Right. Because I was going to stop. I was like, I'm done with this podcast stuff. I'm not doing (laughs) it. Oh, and no one's responding to me. They're ignoring me. And then when I when I did that, and I was like, I know nobody's gonna reply to this email. And when they actually two people replied back, I said, Oh, they need that boost. They need mm-hmm. help. You know, so Very I loved it. I I loved that I did it, and I didn't give up on it. You know, so it really helped. Yeah, definitely. So. So any last minute advice you have for our listeners out there? Well, actually going back to a point you just made about not giving up. So what's going to happen, and this happens to all business owners out there, all entrepreneurs, whether you're, you know, just starting this process or you've been in it for a little bit of time is don't give up because there are going to be things that don't work for you the market's going to change. Um, Your customer needs are going to change. So what you may start out working on today um, may stop working at some point in the future, just because the industry has shifted and your customer needs have shifted. So don't give up continually to evolve, continually, continually to make adjustments and improvement. I can tell you that the products and services that I started out with in my business are completely different to what I'm offering today. And that's because things have just changed. It wasn't because I was doing necessarily doing something wrong in the beginning. It's because the feedback that I've been getting from customers and what's going on in the industry and everything, you know, it's completely changing. And all industries are like this. It's not just mine. Um, So, Always listen to the needs of your customer and make adjustments in your business. I love it. Yeah, especially in this online space, it changes like, I don't know, feels like it changes every month. I'm like, what? And then somebody's come like, I'm doing this now. Now the algorithm is doing this. And now we have to shift our focus to this. And (laughs) this is what's going on. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up. But at a pace just slowly just take it one day at a time love it so much awesome so where can everyone find you the best place to find me is definitely my website which is destinycop.com and i'm sure you'll put that link in the show notes so people have it you can also reach me on instagram feel free to dm me on instagram and ask me any questions that you want about online courses or digital products or you know scaling your business i'm more than happy to um, answer them and my instagram handle is my name too destiny cop Awesome. Yes, we'll definitely link those up in the show notes so everyone can um, click and go directly to you and your website and then reach out to you. Um, Thank you so much, Destiny, for coming on. This is really informative. I learned a lot. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Candace, for having me. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. Join me next week for more valuable bombs, tips, and tricks on how to grow your business by taking action. If you like this podcast, subscribe and leave us a review or take a snapshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at csdorsey underscore hello. We would love to hear from you.